All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Mr. Game Boy. I'm your host, Gabe Alerzik, of course. To my side, I got Matt Travia back in the cut again. What's good, Trav? Not much. Glad, glad to be back once again. Hey, let's get it. So, Trav, uh, gaming news, there's, there's not too much, but there's also like a bit at the same time it's weird uh some games have been released like for example for those of you listening in the month of october we've had metroid dread come out we've had nick all-star brawl come out sora came out as the last dlc character we've had uh i think i'm missing a game that came out as well but there's been a few games that have released during this month so a pretty solid month in video game releases in particular and we've got some other games that will be coming out in november of course you got you know battlefield 2042 call of duty vanguard i think gta 3 trilogy is coming out uh, in november as well but yeah a lot of gaming releases and all that is coming out also but one of my favorites or one of the ones i'm looking forward to the most is mario party that's actually coming out this friday traff mario party superstars uh for the switch yeah, yeah, new Mar- brand new Mario I Party. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be crazy. So, have you played the Mario Party that's currently on the Switch, Super Mario Party? Have you played that one before? I played it like once or two. I think we've played it before once. I got, yeah, we probably have. Um, so it's gonna be a game that looks like that one, like it's based off the same engine, clearly, but it's gonna have all of the not all of the but some boards from the original nintendo 64 mario parties are going to come back and be the main boards in this game there will be over 100 mini games that will be from you know the original mario party all the way to the current mario party so just throughout the past you know 10 mario parties or so there's going to be 100 mini games selected from all of that and so You'll be able to recognize maybe some of those mini games when we've played like Mario Party 2 or 4, 5, 6, 7, like whichever Mario Party we played back in the day. They might have some mini games back there that you might be able to recognize. And the cool thing about this game is that you can actually play the game online with people now. So you can play the boards and all of that stuff, the mini games, everything. You can play a full game of Mario Party online with your friends or with random people. So I think that's pretty exciting. Uh, Trav, how do you feel about, you know, just, um, you you know, reminiscing back on the good old times of playing Mario Party and how do you feel this game is going to go over with the, uh, with fans of the series? Um, the, the OG Mario Party games were absolutely elite. I remember we always used to play with, we always used to get Droogies. Ah, uh, yes. Rest in peace, Droogies. Rest in peace. But, um... I've always had a great time playing Mario Party, and the fact that they're bringing back some of these games is actually going to be really good. And hopefully, I'm going home this weekend, so hopefully, um, someone picks it up and we can play it because I'd be very excited to try it out. Oh, that would be so legit if like I had Mario Party and I got to play it with you and the some of the Farallon fellas just back home, like playing online Mario Party together. Yo, that would be so sick to see how that goes out. But um. Yeah, so just wanted to let you guys know that are listening that Mario Party, that's an exciting uh, exciting game. We've had Trav and I and our roommates from past years have shared tons of experiences and, you know, 
uh, faithful memories playing, you know, each of the main Mario Party games, getting screwed over by stars. I think Trav and I have both experienced our fair share of getting screwed over and being the ones doing the screwing over with uh, Chance Time, which is also coming back in this game. So that's going to be an exciting element to bring back to the Mario Party formula. So that comes out October 29th, this Friday. That'll be a game to look forward to. Trap, before we get into the thick of things, are there any games you can think of off the top of your head that you are currently looking forward to, whether it comes out like in the month or before the end of the year? Is there anything in your mind at the moment? Um, I feel like there was, and I wanted to talk about it, but I'm not sure at the moment. I know I, I, I bought I bought a game for five bucks that my friend keeps raving about called the the what's it called the wolf or something <laughs> I don't know it's some weird game or not weird but it's like um I don't know but but he five bucks he kept seems raving like a steal. About it. huh oh no yeah it's like really good like like easy steal I got you yeah no for sure for sure um. Yeah, so like I said, there were a few games coming out this year that could be that could be interesting. I don't think we even know the full holiday lineup yet for any of the consoles, whether it be Nintendo, Xbox, or PlayStation. I think Halo is still supposed to come out in December this year, so that'll be interesting when that comes out. That has had the beta for their multiplayer, you know, come and go. I also just remembered Far Cry 6. That was the game I was thinking about. That came out this past week. October 22nd or 23rd, I believe, Far Cry 6 came out. But, yeah, so quite a few good games that are on the horizon. You never know. But, Trav, how about we shift mediums for a second? Um, how have you, How is your opinion towards, you know, video games being adapted into movies, like, shaped your shaped your mind about, you know... Uh, how these movies have looked in the past like we saw the sonic movie together and they made a tomb raider movie in the past i'm trying to think of ones off the top of my head they're currently making a mario movie like how is have you seen or you know how have some of the video in the pikachu movie detective pikachu like what do you think of video games and movies so far uh from the ones you've seen so the only one i've ever seen was uh the sonic one and for a video game movie i think they did a really good job with that one Mm. um tomb raider i i didn't even know they came out with tomb raider mario obviously that way i didn't see detective pikachu but i heard that one was pretty good yeah that one wasn't bad so the reason i bring this up is because they are actually going to take the game series uncharted and they are going to turn it into a movie a trailer for the film was just released this past week and you know uncharted stars tom holland as nathan drake and they will have Mark Wahlberg cast as Sully, which apparently was a cast confirmed like 10 years ago, I heard. And while the, um, Ten while the years film, ago. yeah, I think they were supposed to make a movie way back in the day. And they cast Mark Wahlberg as like Sully from, uh, you know, oh, just him, the, just him from Uncharted. Yeah, uh, they cast. Oh, OK, him. I thought you meant like Tom. I'm like, I don't even think Tom Holland was. Really that no, no, no. They didn't cast Tom Holland back then. <laughs> he was a young kid, I think, back then. But, yeah, so all of that is interesting. And just now, they were able to release a trailer after Tom Holland, you know, had that picture of him on set from well over a year ago, it seems like, at this point. And 
I have only played, I played through the first Uncharted game and I have like just barely started the second one, but that doesn't really count. And Trav, I know Uncharted is, I think one of the few PlayStation original franchises that you have yet to play, but I think, you know, you've got a, you know, you have an idea of like what the Uncharted like series pretty much is. So after taking a look at this trailer, like what do you think of, of this movie uh, or what do you think this movie is going to be? Do you think it's going to uh, be successful like Sonic the Hedgehog or do you think they're going to like screw it up somehow? What is your first impressions of it? I think it'll be a step above um, Sonic the Hedgehog because the, the movie, the video game itself from what I've gathered seems like a movie concept anyway, mm. like that ad adventure type type of movie. So I think it'll do well right off the bat considering what it is. And it's definitely more, I'm guessing from guessing from the trailer, I didn't see the rating. Mm. I'm guessing it's more of a like family style movie. That's what I'm getting. If you're casting Tom Holland as your main guy. Yeah. Can't be can't be too too serious. So I'm pretty sure a family could go in there and watch the movie. But I think it'll do pretty well. Yeah, I believe it's rated PG thirteen, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, it definitely somewhat seems... family. Yeah, yeah. One of the because it's just maybe the use of language throughout some part yeah. of the film, I'm pretty sure. But or guns or something, maybe some other shot. <laughs> yeah, stuff like stuff like that that will probably up the rating a little bit. So it seems like uh, this trailer went over particularly well, but there was definitely a lot of mixed reactions. Of course, when I checked the PlayStation video before this podcast, the trailer had about 192,000 likes, and I think it has like 22,000 dislikes. So there's still a ton more likes and dislikes, but usually the dislike bar is like negligible for things that are really favored. But it, it was showing up a little bit in that in that ratio. And what people are saying is that um is that uncharted kind of screwed up the casting with this film and sony and whoever was in charge of this uncharted uh, movie like people who are you know diehard fans of the uncharted series um enjoyed playing the games and they see this trailer and they see tom holland as nathan drake and their main criticism is that he's like very young and he just does not look the part whatsoever and that if anything he should have been Nathan Drake only for a specific portion in the movie where in the game supposedly I believe it's Uncharted 3 they were talking about how there's one like flashback scene with a very young or a younger Nathan Drake they said that if that scene were in the movie that would have been a good place to implement Tom Holland and for Mark Wahlberg cast as the you know Nathan Drake's partner Sully um, they didn't really like that casting choice either just because he also, I guess, doesn't look the part. He's not, uh, you know, he doesn't have facial hair and he's not as old as, you know, Sully in the Uncharted franchise does. So, so let me ask, you know, someone like you, Trev, who is not like a diehard fan of Uncharted, at least yet. <laughs> and seeing this trailer, um, did that casting choice like distract you at all or do you think it's going to distract you when you see the movie or do you think you're just going to take uh take in the film as is and just evaluate it on how faithful they you know they keep the story of uncharted or do you think the you know the mainstream casting choices will kind of set that movie back a bit for you what do you think 
Um, so I was talking to my roommate actually, and he's playing Uncharted, and he he actually did not like the casting. He thought, if anything, the role should have been reversed. Mm. But um, I've the only I do agree with the Tom Holland thing because right. I've seen the cover of Uncharted, and he that's not what the dude looks like. Not, <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't look like he's eighteen. Right. Right. So no, I, def- I, I definitely agree with that. And definitely once I start playing, I'll have a better opinion. But for right now, like I, I see, I understand the frustration with a lot of people with the fans and such. No, I, yeah, I definitely understand that as well. It was a little bit, you know, jarring seeing the trailer. I do still think that, um, that they will make it a good, you know, good story. Like they'll make the movie somewhat faithful to the original concepts. There's a lot of uh, details, that you know are in the uncharted games that they've included in this uh you know that they've included in this movie but i do think that maybe it maybe they just had a little bit too big of a budget or maybe they just wanted to be like way too mainstream to get um to like maybe guarantee a box office success who knows but the casting call like i'm not i don't hate it but i do think they could have maybe done a bit better for example uh trav i <laughs> I think you should watch this when you when when we finish the podcast today. But I just watched a someone made a a fan film of Uncharted from about three years ago, and they actually were able to cast the same person that that played Nathan Drake in the games, who did all the motion capture, who played him. They casted that actor as nathan drake in this fan film it's about 15 minutes long it's on youtube for free you can watch it and i think uh you would you know really enjoy that even if you haven't played uncharted um that one is a pretty pretty well-made fan film and i think that one even with a much much smaller budget you know uh plays very faithful to the to the original series but that's all well and done that comes out the movie, Uncharted the movie, um, comes out February 18, 2022. Trav, I guess uh final question here. Are you gonna see this movie when it comes out or are you gonna pass on it? What do you think? I think I'd rather play the games first, but considering that I there's no way I'm gonna be finishing these four games by then, I'll probably <laughs> watch it. Right, right, right. That makes sense. I will probably watch it too, even if the movie seems to be based on a lot of uncharted three and uncharted four stuff which i think were the better selling games i'm not 100 percent sure on that don't quote me on that but that seems to be what i've heard and trap before we move on what do you think of any future like video games that could be turned into movies is there a specific game series or game in general that you think would make a really good movie and what do you think like you know they would do or should do to make that happen have you thought about that um a little bit i think well i'm not trying to make i'm trying to think of something else before i get into the more obvious one for myself but uh, right right now i can't think so obviously i think they should make a red dead movie because first of all red dead 2 is already a movie in its in its own way Mm -hmm. and i just think it doesn't have to be word for word based off of based off of um the video game but the 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 concept of the 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 wild wild west and all the gangs and then they're slowly starting to diminish 
and well, that, that'd be Red Dead 1. Red Dead 2 would be more of the gang itself and like, oh, they're, they keep running out. Like, I, it's just a good concept. I think they could really do, I really think they could do um, mm. a movie with it or maybe not a movie, but a mini TV series regarding it. And then um, that's all I can think about right now. Right, but right. there's a lot of good concepts in video games that could be explored through entertainment, whether it, well, I mean, video games are entertainment, um, whether it be TV yeah. shows or um, or movies. No, I definitely agree with that. That seems like it could be made into a pretty well-made movie and it might even make for a better tv show just with how expansive the story is and um you know how many different episodes there are throughout the two different games like you know one game could be one season and the other game could be another season who knows um so that can make for a really good tv show as well or it can make for a great movie you never know um in my opinion uh as a nintendo fan myself i have thought about this before and I think the best franchise that could make a successful video game movie probably has to be Metroid, you know, with Samus and, you know, all the Metroids. Um, it's mainly a platformer or first person shooter if you're thinking Metroid Prime, but sci-fi movies tend to do pretty well. You know, Star Wars has done well. Um, if you count like, I don't know, Lord of the Rings isn't really sci-fi, but um, there are sci-fi movies in general that tend to do decently well um, in theaters. And I think if they made a Metroid movie, that could go over quite well. But I guess we'll have to see how a Mario movie turns out. That's what they'll be making via animation. Because I don't think live action was the way to go for that one. But if no, I had to pick a different <laughs> if I had to pick a different Nintendo franchise, um, that could be turned into a live action movie. Samus and Metroid, you know, the Metroid series could probably be the way to go. But all right, cool. That seems very, very solid. Um, all right, another movie-related question, Trev. Have you seen Have you seen any of the A Quiet Place movies at all? Isn't that like a horror movie? Yeah, it's a horror movie. No. No, I haven't. Okay, yeah, no, neither have I. But the reason I bring it up is because all over the gaming news today, um, they apparently A Quiet Place is getting a video game adaptation. They will be uh, Saber Interactive is going to publish a video game, uh, and a Quiet Place video game that will be published some t- quote unquote sometime in 2022, which in my opinion I have a feeling it will be pushed back to 2023 or something like that. And for context, Saber Interactive, this publisher, they've developed games such as the Halo Master Chief Collection, the Halo Anniversary Editions, um, NBA 2K Playgrounds, and World War Z, which is like their only like zombie-related uh, horror game. Now, I know we're not really the best people to analyze a quiet place, you know, type of video game as two people who have not seen the films, but um, what do you think? How what do you think um like makes for a fun and entertaining like horror game for example like the resident evil 2 remake or something if you were to uh like play that at some point um is there a way they can make a horror film just a generic horror film um turn it into a really good horror video game or is that maybe not the best route and they should maybe like do an original type of video game what do you think trev um well first i played nba playgrounds great game <laughs> okay um 
I feel like I feel like it's a it's not as complicated as you may make it to seem because I'm guessing I mean I've never seen the movie but I'm guessing it's just a bunch of suspenseful moments so instead of just showing the people mm-hmm. in those moments you're I guess it's like I don't know I don't know if it resonates with you I'm I'm not gonna play that game because right. I'm not I'm trying to sleep at night so right right, right. yeah. I just assume it would be just it would just be the same concept, but except it's just you're the one playing it. Yeah, that's how I feel as well. So a quiet place, as far as I know, has to do with a lot, especially the first movie has to do a lot with sound. There's been a um, that first movie, which was well acclaimed, um, dealt with a lot of like silent parts throughout the movie where. The characters had to be really, really, really quiet and that, you know, no noise needed to be made or else, you know, the monsters or bad guys or whoever would come after them. And those creatures are, you know, susceptible to sound as what I've heard. And, you know, you can use sound related weapons to to defeat them and whatnot. So I think a game like this could be pretty innovative if they, you know, use sound to their advantage. Um I know like the PlayStation 5 has that like 3D audio um, tech or whatever. So maybe this could be the type of game to take advantage of a of an audio system like that where you can maybe sense sound coming from one direction or another direction um, and try to navigate your characters maybe away from the sound. And then when you have maybe upgraded equipment or whatever and are able to face the monsters, you can... Uh, use those you know sound boosters or whatnot to defeat them uh, to defeat them for you so the second movie didn't really do much on that from what I've heard in on uh, researched videos and whatnot but I think that could be a really good way to uh to take a horror game so so who knows we'll we'll hear new stuff on on uh on 2022 but do you think that would be a good way for a horror game in general to differentiate itself, Trev, by using something like like audio to make the player uh, to influence a player's decisions in a way? Yeah. So when you were talking about when you were given like the quick synopsis of the, of the first movie and how it was about sound, um, the first thing I thought about was, oh, the PS5 would be perfect for that. Right. And another thing is too with the PS5 and the adaptive controller, you could. You know, with the triggers, with the mm. if you're walking one way, the thing will start vibrating slowly or something. Yeah, that would. And be you don't sick. know what it means, so it builds up your senses. Yeah, you're not trying to make any sound, and um, it's worked in the. I've I've worn headphones and I mm. played um, uh, Cold War Zombies. Yeah, it's it's freaky. I got it's you. like it's really good, and these are like the ones I'm wearing right now. These mm-hmm. are like eight bucks off of amazon <laughs> fair enough like, yeah the P- it did a really good job so i think definitely if you're playing with if, especially if you have those ps5 headphones headset mm-hmm. whatever like you'd be pretty good at it like you could not yeah. have a pretty good video game yeah that would be pretty pretty hyped to see as well and that was actually where i was going to take the take the discussion next so um moving on to ps5 and next gen console talk um i, I guess that's just you know uh intro into that so what do you um speaking of the the whole audio and its innovation i feel like that's a part of the playstation 5 that doesn't get um talked enough about 
But based on your experiences, Trev, besides the um, what you were talking about with Call of Duty Cold War Zombies, um, has any type of game on the PS5 that you've played like impressed you with um, their how they used the audio integration? And like, has that been a noticeably uh, different factor when playing specifically the PS5 as opposed to other consoles in the past, like your Xbox One or whatever? And um, like, have you noticed it maybe like has it like improved your gaming experience? Like, like, like talk about that for a little bit. What do you think? I'd actually say it, would, it, it has, cause I don't know why, but whenever I hear um, only PS5 games I've played are Miles Morales, Call of Duty, um, Sackboy. I didn't finish Sackboy yet, but mm. I've like, I liked it so far. Um, I'm missing a couple games. I only have the, Ratchet no, and Clank. Haven't you played that? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Thank you, Ratchet and Clank. I got um, you. There's another one, but Ratchet and Clank was definitely the one I was thinking about. And what I would say about those games is that definitely the sound. It's, I never thought about it until like you just asked me the question, but it's so crisp. Hearing like whatever I'm doing, the the gunshots, the motions, mm. that. I'm like a, I'm a little bit more hooked into it. Even I, I, I drag on Call of Duty constantly, especially when I'm like, if I talk about it, all I'm gonna do is just talk smack about <laughs> just it. Just ran on Call of Duty. Yep. But like, I was playing with a friend, and I'm just like, and like, I'm just like hating on the game, and then all of a sudden I just go like, oh, this game sounds nice at least. Right, right, right. And I think it's a bunch of things. It's the adaptive. It's the adaptive controller. The mm-hmm. sound. And it's just like your senses are. I feel heightened. And I've never really thought about that until you just asked it. Right. So, so yeah, I good. definitely feel like my gaming experience has kind of elevated in a way. That's good. That's crazy to to hear. And it's really uh, impressive on all, on all fronts in that aspect. Um, that sound could be such a pivotal role in, you know, uh, today's gaming experiences. But anyway, so speaking of PS5 and next-gen consoles, so it's interesting because... I've been trying to, I was trying to find news for this episode and I uh, saw an article that was saying games such as, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt um, won't be releasing onto next gen consoles until early 22. So that early 2022. Um, so that includes like the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. But, you know, Trav, these are games that have been out. They've come out on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. So what do you think? Like, why why do past generation games, like, feel the need? Or, you know, why do these developers of these games feel the need to natively develop these games for newer hardware when they can pretty much be played um, via backwards compatibility like does it have to do these games have to be optimized for um, to take full advantage of the system's hardware like that hasn't really been a concern in the past it's just been about you know enjoying the games we've been able to play previously like what what do you think do you have an opinion on that like have you played any like ps4 games like games that have come out primarily for ps4 on your ps5 like do you think they need to be optimized for next-gen consoles and like um what do you think on that what do you think um i think for the ps5 specifically since it i don't know if that what the xbox has in terms of the controllers or sound or whatever right um i played a bunch of ps4 games on the ps5 i, I don't think i feel the need to have the game upgraded to 
be compatible with the PS5 and its controller. I definitely just I I just think really that the like if I don't know if they feel I guess the feeling is they want to take advantage of what the system has. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a bunch of great games on the PS4, a bunch of bunch of great games from the other past generations. And some players may want to have that like, oh I want to have this new experience playing this game. And that's totally fine. I'm nothing against that. And I did like I wouldn't mind that. Like I wouldn't mind playing Last of Us um with um the upgraded to be compatible with PlayStation 5. Right. With like, yeah. I yeah. think it would be I think it would just enhance my gaming experience for that game. I don't think it's necessary, but I, I definitely think it has its benefits. Right. Yeah. So I think um that's like just an interesting talking point because you know you just you just never know. Um you never know if like these games like if it's better to play the games just like as they were meant to be when they were originally released or if these games should be you know redeveloped to take advantage of you know the newer hardware's um features such as like the 3d audio and the adaptive controller triggers and all of that for you know a system like the ps5 but do you think developers of these games are maybe spending, you know, too much time focusing on on these games, like these major games that have come out for the PS4, say like, you know, Uncharted 4, Last of Us Part 2, Ghost of Tsushima, um, you know, uh, what was it, Horizon, uh, you know, Forbidden, whatever, Horizon Zero Dawn, that game. Um, so games like that, big, big games for the PlayStation 4, like, do you think these companies need to be focusing on optimizing the games for the PS5? Or should, you know, there be, should they be making, you know, these new games instead of focusing on, um, you know, like God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, like the, like the new games that are meant to be released on the PlayStation 5 first and only. Um, And you as a PlayStation 5 owner, I guess I'll add the double question on like, um, going beyond that, is there... Do you feel as if there are enough new games like on the PlayStation Five to even like warrant like a, a standard consumer to to get the console for someone who hasn't you know been able to get one yet? Like, um, do you think these do you think these uh, like re releases and and updates to the you know to the PlayStation Four software going onto PS Five is maybe like hindering the um, new new game development for ps5 like what do you think about all that drive sorry that was a load of questions but how what's your opinion on that whole stance um so i'm trying to remember your question like yeah. your, uh, it, it was a lot yeah it was a lot but basically like what do you think um do you think games like need to be um should companies be focusing on optimizing their games or should they like mainly be focusing on releasing new games instead? Like, and do you think one directly impacts the other, you know? Um, no, I, th- I think they should just focus on new games mm. unless they have the time or a different department, whatever, focusing on optimizing the old games. Right, because right, I feel right. like with the PS5, there aren't a lot of mainstream games out right now. I mean, right. there's, there's, a, there's a bunch, but a, I'm not... The ones I'm excited for aren't coming out for years from now, which is really annoying. Like, yeah, like, like Spider-Man 2. Wolverine. Um, um, yeah. It's super annoying. Actually, I forgot Guardians came out already. Yeah, Guardians actually just came out. It's got good yeah. reviews, I've heard. Yeah, I, I got to watch some gameplay on that. But anyway, like, 
I just think they should just start focusing on new games. Mm. Like, it's so hard because what I just said kind of contradicts it, but, but like, if they have the time to optimize, the game has to be so big for them to, to, to just do that. They can't just be doing it to every game they've made in the past. It's just, right. If, 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 like, okay, like a game like God of War, I understand, I guess, but a game like, I don't even know, some like random case. <laughs> Oh well, that's GTA Five, uh, well, <laughs> which is already get getting it. optimized. Yeah, you know, Rockstar's but, uh, focusing on that instead of Red Dead Three. Like, <laughs> no, I don't want Red Dead Three. It wouldn't make sense, but that's just me. I know. I, I want to mind a Red Dead One and Two like bundle remaster. I got you. I got you. That would be dope. Like that, like those games optimized for PS Five potentially. Yes. Mm. See, games like those, like those games are they could be optimized. I have no problem with that. Right. 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 Yeah, no, that's it's definitely an interesting, interesting point. Um, but it's just something I, I, I've just like been thinking about because you just you never know um, about these, you know, these constant re-releases. Like we were just saying, like uh, Cyberpunk 2077 had a horrible launch in 2020. And I'm surprised it didn't just, you know, kill CD Projekt Red, you know, as a company entirely. But um, they're still they're still banking on the game. It's supposed to come out for the PS5 and 2022 um, yeah i didn't know about that until you yeah, mentioned it yeah no neither did i until i was doing research for this episode but i guess they're still they're still trying to pump out um you know new versions of cyberpunk same with the witcher 3 that's not going to get a ps5 remake until or but you know ps5 port or whatever you want to call it optimized version until early 2022 as well so it's like it's these big triple a like major games that um you know that get a lot of attention and a lot of critical acclaim that they are releasing on the you know on the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just like I don't know I don't know what to think. Like, do you are these games I guess worth buying a second time? Do you think they need to do like a different? Um, should they add more? uh like enhancements or features or just maybe like if they made like a like like you said a red dead bundle where they bundled one and two together maybe made that like the 70 dollar ps5 game for red dead remastered the graphics and everything um but maybe didn't add too much else in terms of content as to what was already in those games like is that like a worthy purchase to like rebuy those games um what do you think absolutely a game like red dead absolutely Well, think about it. You're getting two games enhanced for 70 Mm. bucks. That's the price of one PS5 game. Right. That's a steal. Is that how much you're paying for PS5 games now? Some of them. I got you. I didn't pay 70 for um, Nick Allstar. That's true. Which is weird. It was like 10% off on the Mm. PlayStation Store for digital. I was like, man. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. It was a four gigabyte game, so there was like no point in really buying a a physical copy anyway right 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 which i didn't um, know i didn't know it was gonna be four gigabytes that's not bad yeah four gigs isn't well yeah because think about it how much is your P- your ps5 has 825 gigs right that's not the internal storage of the i think so PlayStation maybe 5. i think it's a little less because i remember cod took up like all of it which is <laughs> stupid <laughs> are, are you just gonna delete cod at, at that point or like i did i took oh, you warzone did. Oh, nice, nice. Well, I like, I've, I've just been Warzone's probably like, pretty big too. Warzone's not as bad, but 
Warzone, I think it's like 90. I don't know. That's not too bad. But uh, it was like over 100 gigabytes without the campaign. Warzone in itself? No, no, no. no. Call of Duty? Call of Cod. Uh, oh, gosh. So, like, that includes, like, the multiplayer and... So, uh, I only download multiplayer and zombies, and those... And I didn't download the complete game. Right. That's insane, though. Over That's over 100. So, yeah. Wait, but did... So, did you have to buy, like, the full game to download just those parts, and you didn't yeah. even download the campaign? Well, I've down, I downloaded it the second I got the PS5, because... I got gotcha. you. I just thought like, oh, test out my experience, and I'm like, this game's terrible. I don't know why I did this. I'm playing with my. I got home. you. I got you. So you bought the game physically, and then. No, you, no, no, uh... I bought it. I will physically for. That's a lie. I didn't buy physically for either Xbox or PlayStation. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Okay. I just think that yeah no that's definitely an interesting uh, an interesting move then um, so I guess that could be our last our last topic for the day like um, these these games there uh, is there any other game like kind of like Call of Duty in terms of like how much data it takes up on your on your console like Call of Duty like that's massive a hundred gigs and you, you don't even have the campaign downloaded I just find that so uh, so bizarre uh, have you played any other games on your PS5 or maybe just in the past like that have taken up that much space before and like is it even uh, worth it's only Call of Duty. space it's only the the new Call of Duty like Modern Warfare 2019 and Cold War only two games that are ridiculous when it comes to, to to the storage, so you'd assume Vanguard is probably going to be like even worse. I, I'm not worried about Vanguard. I'm not buying it. <laughs> you could tell me it's the greatest game ever. I'm not buying it because I know you're lying. No, I know. I'm just I'm just putting that out there because it's just it's insane. Um, why? Okay, so you're a Call of Duty fan. Why do you think they struggle with storage? If every other game can manage to get their game under I don't know sixty or fifty gigs, why just Call of Duty? Is it like so? Um, unoptimized with its storage capacity. I don't know. I just think Call of Duty is just run by. Uh, I don't know. I'm not trying to use. <laughs> We're not trying to use expletives here, but um, they're not ran by idiots. I mean, they are ran by. They are run by idiots who don't know clearly how to compact their their storage. This- this show has basically just turned into the Call of Duty rant channel. It's so funny. But, hey, we'll take because it. Because it used to be so good game. game I, I, know, I yeah, no, don't trust me. I got to be you. The top of the top. When they stopped making those live action commercials, it <laughs> died. Oh man. The, yeah, no. I find yeah, it's just hilarious. But it used um, to be elite. Whew, and that's like one of the only like major games that's coming out in November. That's insane, though. Like, there's not many other new games coming out besides, you know, we just had Far Cry Six and now Guardians of the Galaxy, which could be pretty good. Um, I don't know it if that's a PS5. Ex- I don't know if that's a PS5 exclusive, but um, I don't think so. Actually, hearing... no, it's not PS5. Be. I don't know if it's a next gen exclusive. It might be. Oh. Okay. Um, PS5, Xbox, or PC, maybe. I'm not too sure though. Um. So that that that'll be a game to look out for for those of you listening, but 
yeah, I think that's that's going to do it. I guess we'll have to wait and see, you know, what are the games that will be coming out. We'll wait, obviously, on the games that we're hyped for. Of course, God of War, Ragnarok, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, the new Marvel games. Um, let's not forget Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. That's going oh, yes. to be a smash hit. That's going to be, um, yep. Smash hit. That's going to be a great game. Um, but besides that, you know, PS5, Xbox Series X, just, you know, ton of storage. Some games take up a ton and you know don't allow you to have other games on your console which is kind of ridiculous at that point but regardless there's still plenty of video games out there for you to enjoy and trav i think that's going to do it for this week's mr game boy do you have uh, anything else you want to say or let the viewers know before we sign off um no i think we covered everything hey all right, that's sweet, guys. So uh, thank you all for listening to Mr. Game Boy. Um, you know, uh, be here to check out for the latest news. Of course, uh, we talked about, you know, some new movie trailers coming out for video game adaptations. The Uncharted movie looks good, but, we'll, you know, we're cautiously optimistic. The casting choices are a bit meh, but, you know, or we'll probably see it regardless um, and can give you a take on that. Um new video game movies, new video game TV shows, new movies getting made into video games. And then of course, just, you know, video games in general, you know, what's coming out for next gen hardware and, you know, what are some of the biggest news in the industry that I can find. So that is going to wrap it up for an episode of Mr. Game Boy. We will see you next week. And of course I'm your host. I got Matt Travia by my side as always, you know, lighting up the crowd. Um, with our fantastic takes and that's going to do it. We will see you guys next week on Mr. Game Boy.